Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Cinephiles Extended Cut, the show where we break down the biggest stories of the week as well as some stories that didn't quite make the cut. Um, so if you like this, be sure to subscribe to Mojo Talks for more. Uh, I'm your host Matt, we have Justin on the panel, Phoebe and Liam. Hello. Guys, hey. how are we doing today? Pretty good. good. Excellent. Good. I'm happy to hear. Feeling good. Sunny outside. It's hot it is. That's all yep. I need. Summertime. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to start the show off like we always do. We're going to talk about what we've been uh, watching at home or on the big screen. So let's throw it to the man to my left, Justin. That's me. You have to tell us, my friend, what have you been watching? Uh, a few weeks ago, I was talking about how I was in a bit of a Josh Brolin bender, uh, and I watched Hail Caesar this week. Oh. Uh, it was the second time I've seen it. Last time I saw it was when it was in theaters <laughs> in, the, uh, in the motion picture house. Uh, good cool. movie. Did you take a look at Alden? Uh, Iron Rice. I was just about to say, so like that performance movie? in that movie. He's so funny amazing. in that movie. He's perfect. Like, I haven't seen it. The whole, his whole shtick, and like, <coughs> I'm not sure. I didn't look into it about the stunts that he had to do with all the like flipping horses and, and stuff like horses that, yeah. and doing the lasso. Yeah. Like, do you know if that was him? I have no idea. Because that stuff but is he's so crazy. Funny yeah, uh, just like on a technical level, all those stunts and like big set pieces that mm. they do in that movie are just so fun. I know, I know I've hyped up Alden Ehrenreich's performance so much in that movie, but I do not like that movie. <laughs> you don't like that movie? No. I love Interesting. that movie. Jeez. Man. how do you feel about it? You hate the guy. I've never seen that movie. Oh, you should what? watch it. Oh, you should yeah. check it out. It. Just, just watch Channing Tatum's uh, dance number in the middle, and it's like, that's the best part of the watch movie. Watch uh, the scene. And Alden Ehrenreich. Uh, <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich. I can never say his name. And uh, uh, Ray Fiennes. Oh, I like fuck. him. That, oh, that, that, <laughs> that scene is so, so funny. And the best is when you get the payoff at the end. Yeah. That they changed the I, line because he couldn't say it. I wish they hadn't <laughs> spoiled that in the trailer. Well, they that spoiled was the, the trailer. first scene, yeah. But the, yeah. the payoff, was st- it still worked. They the do it later on? Also, like, my favorite part of the trailer was just, what was it? Would the detours. That was the whole trailer. I remember being so excited when I saw it because I thought it was so funny. And then later on, Josh Brolin is watching, like, the dailies of it. And he sees, like, he sits down and he goes... It's complicated. Yeah, like he changed, he changed <laughs> yeah. the line because he couldn't yeah. say it. It's a super funny movie. Was this a big the recommend? Second, the second time you've watched second it? Second time yeah. I've seen it. Still is. Uh, I think you enjoyed it of, as much. Or? I think it's one of the Coen Brothers' best movies. Actually, that's mm. a hot take. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think I think there are really the great moments that in that movie. I think as a whole, it doesn't work. I think the story. I think is you should revisit like it. Boring. It's if you've only seen it once, then I could see that. That's kind of how I walked away feeling too. But knowing what it, where it ends up. And watching the movie with like clear eyes, I highly recommend. If you've only seen it once, Maybe to check it out it. again. It's on Netflix, right? Eh? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so Phoebe, we can probably guess that you didn't watch an Iron Reich movie because you hate the guy so much. Okay, that's. So what did you watch? So what did you watch? <laughs> box trolls, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, I watched box trolls again. No, I went to go see Ocean's Eight, uh, which I know our audience <clears throat> is so excited about. Yeah. I know that they can't wait to see an all-female Ocean's movie. <laughs> oh. It's like right up their alley. Pow, pow. Um, pow. I loved it. I thought it was an amazing movie. I know that it's like getting a lukewarm reception, which is fair. Um, I revisited Ocean's Eleven also. We talked about of. that a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Or last week. Yeah, exactly. We did talk about that. I totally forgot. I revisited that, and then I went to go see Ocean's Eight. And... Mm-hmm. Obviously, when an all-female film enters this franchise, you know, there's controversy, like when it happened with Ghostbusters, and I think that a lot of people, you know, were 
saying like, oh, you know, women can support their own franchise. They don't need to attach themselves uh, to a franchise mm -hmm. for the brand recognition, especially Popular with IPs. a cast that has like, you know, Kate Blanchett <clears throat> and we have Sandra Bullock. We have Rihanna. Like it's an, yeah. it's an iconic cast. Um, and I think that that's where it fell, fell short because it sort of invites comparisons to the uh, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Ocean's Eleven, which is a really, really good movie. Yeah. Um, it's like sort of like a, a classic film. And overall, it's a really, really fun, action-packed heist film. Mm -hmm. The costume design is incredible. Like, I don't know if you guys really care about that, but like the dresses, because the setting is the Met, oh, yeah, the Met exactly. Gala, right? I care about it. I saw Phantom Thread. I care about dresses. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Anyway, so the, the costume design is amazing. I think the performances are really good. Mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely worth a watch. I'm nice. really excited to see it. I, I think the cast is like... One of the best best yeah. casts yeah, in a movie absolutely. I've ever seen. Absolutely, and like it was, it was such a good feeling being in the theater with like it was mostly women who went to go see this movie. I think that's that's more the target audience, mm -hmm. and everybody was like laughing and screaming. You know, it was like so much fun every time Rihanna came on screen. Like people were like yeah. Queen, like going crazy, and it was it was just like a really fun environment to go see a movie that's in. Awesome. And I think like that also happened when I went to go see Wonder Woman. You know, it's just mm, sort of yeah. like this empowering film, and like like I said, it 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 definitely could have stood on its own as a standalone film as opposed to entering this franchise. Mm -hmm. But it was so much fun, and I, I loved it. I loved yeah. it, yeah. Nice. Do, do they mention a lot of the uh, the relationship between Sandra Bullock's character and... Because she's supposed to be his sister, Yeah, she's correct? his sister. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it sort of starts out... It's What's really cool about the movie is that it has... Like a lot of this, it's it's very similar in style, I would say. Mm -hmm. Like the first scene of the movie is almost the exact same as the scene in Ocean's Eleven, oh, nice. which nice was really cool. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we also have like a few of the characters from Ocean's Eleven make like little cameos, oh. which was fun. Uh, oh. They were very small, so they definitely like didn't steal the scene or anything like right. that. But it was very like fun little ones, like uh, Ruben made an appearance. That's cool. Uh, I, uh, it wouldn't make I sense made... for them to steal. Yeah, no, because steal no. a show, you know. So. I read a. Uh, uh, a headline today that said that I don't know if this is, it probably isn't spoilers, but Matt Damon shot a cameo, but they cut it. Yeah, I didn't see that. I'm, I'm like really not a Matt Damon fan. So <laughs> That's I'm, probably good I'm that happy. they cut it. Yeah, yeah I'm happy yeah. that they cut it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really a fun film. It's really a fun film, and everybody who's hating on it because it's all women, like, oh, shut up, I don't care. Like, whatever. Yeah, there are definitely <laughs> going to be people who definitely do that. When I saw the trailer, I was super excited. So I'm definitely going to check it out eventually. I should have saw that last um, night. I'm really excited to see Ocean's 8. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I love the first one, yeah. Ocean's 11. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Let's not talk about 12. No. Or no. 13. There is a 13. I haven't seen 13. Right? 12 is not good. No. Oh, and <laughs> just not. so everybody knows, if you want a more in-depth review, uh, I'm actually shooting a review this afternoon with my good friend Emily uh, from Ms. Mojo. Oh, a little so plug. Check it out. little nice. plug. Nice. Care. I will um, check that out. Published date, was that, is that... This Today? afternoon. Oh, oh, it's the published date. debut. Perfect. Premier. So it's coming out. Um, Liam, what about you? Uh, I took the week to revisit a beloved classic. One oh, of my did favorite you? films of all time. Yes. Uh, Fox Trolls? No. <laughs> you wish. Uh, E.T. Extraterrestrial. Because oh. um, we were talking about how there's a trailer that dropped this week that yes. had very much vibes to this era of of cinema yeah. I guess and, yeah. Uh, yeah I I, I cry every time of this movie it's it's Aww. sad it's happy it's, it's a beautiful movie it's amazing yeah. um, Elliot the guy who plays Elliot um, what's his name can't remember the actor's name yeah I'm uh, blanking on it too something coming Thomas, off real Thomas bad something. here but Elliot. that guy something Thomas you know uh, yeah he's a Jonathan Taylor no, no, no. <laughs> he's like he, he, puts in, he pulls in like one of the best probably the best 
like child performance of all time. I actually watched his audition. It's, it's, it's crazy, in, uh, eh? One of oh, the yeah. Watch Mojo like top ten like audition tapes or whatever. Yeah. And it's like he just is he's so emotional yeah. and like it's so impactful just his audition. Yeah. You know? It is a fantastic movie. Great movie. And that uh, classic. The scene when when ET's lost and they're trying to find him and then he's <sighs> floating in the the river the stream. Yeah. Gutted me as a kid. Oh my god, is, um, that was so sad. He's gray. <laughs> he's not he, like he's he's discolored. He's clearly sick. The poor it's thing. Probably, probably like oh the, my, god. my favorite Spielberg movie. It's too bad. So uh, it's too bad. Et couldn't find work after that. Yeah, like that's the only movie he was yeah. ever in. He was like yeah. an icon. Well, yeah. he he did the, the one film. He's pieces. like, I did it. Yeah, I was happy. Well, he I'm went home, home, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. I'm sure I'm he was done. on plenty yeah. of movies back on his home planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This huge star over yeah. in uh, he's yeah. the Brad Pitt of his, uh, um, of his planet. My favorite scene is the when Et gets drunk and then Elliot's drunk at school. Yes. Oh, that's so good. And he's like walking around the flannel like a total. Yeah. Loser. I really like the scene where he's 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 wearing like a blonde wig. Oh. I have so, repurposed that for many a, a funny edit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you probably love loved the uh, the little uh, tip of the cap in uh, Stranger Things. Oh, right. when oh season yes. 11, right? Season yeah. one, Eleven had the little yeah. makeover. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Such an and, icon of pop culture. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. And it's been you know imitated so many times oh, because yeah. it's so iconic. The um, score. Such a good score. When they fly out into the moon, beautiful. Uh, And there's that uh, also a small scene, but when when they're hiding E.T. from like the parent or the mom, and and she's in the the toys and his face is just (laughs) smiling in the middle of all those other stuffed animals. That's hilarious. I have a little E.T. mug. I'm going to bring it next week. Oh, there you go. Can you have it? No, you cannot have it. Oh, Oh, damn. There you have it. Who's a bigger fan? (laughs) I guess Phoebe if she doesn't want to give up the mug. Or at least equal. Um, I kind of did the same thing. Uh, I watched this mysterious trailer that we're going to talk about later um, and thought that it had a lot of uh, Super 8 vibes. So I watched Super 8, One of- which is uh, a great film and obviously has a lot to, to thank uh, E.T. for. One of the know. great underrated movies of the 2010s? Yes, I, I would say Nobody so. Nobody talks about that movie No, anymore. but it's, it's so good. It's so good. So it's much Stranger heart. Things before Stranger Things. Yeah, That's you get, exactly. Yeah. And I think it does what Stranger Things does, but better. That's because uh. <laughs> when I when I first watched Stranger Things, I was like, "Oh my God, this is Super Eight. This is exactly Super Eight almost." Yeah. But I didn't really draw the conclusion that I was like, "Oh, maybe they did it better." It was almost like on par. I love Stranger Things too. Me too. Um, but yeah, Super Eight, so good. The uh, it's super great. Talk about uh-huh. Thursday. Oh, nice. There you have the, it. Uh, speaking of scenes that made us cry, the scene with the locket where he's like holding on to it. Oh, his mom's locket. That gets me every single time. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. so sad. Some people might say it's cheesy. It's like floating. Oh, but the perfect. score too in that is like Michael yeah. Giacchino is. Yeah. Um, it feels like amazing. Super 8 was like people kept telling J.J. Abrams that like he was the next generation's Steven Spielberg. And he was <laughs> and like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I guess. I guess yeah. I should uh, yeah. do a Steven Spielberg movie then. And it was only reinforced because Steven Spielberg produced Super yeah, 8 right. as well. So it's like, oh, it's almost like, is he passing the torch kind yeah. of thing? It's, I don't know if he was exactly doing that, but. I think that's it's kind of fair to say JJ's at least on the same trajectory. An as, homage to his mentor because they've been yeah. like, uh, buddy, like friendly since he was a kid or something. I think maybe like JJ Abrams. Yeah. So old. Yeah. JJ <laughs> no, yeah. Abrams like reached out, won a competition or something, and uh, he's been on Steven Spielberg's radar since he was a young kid. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, so there he's you go. grooming him. Yeah. Yeah. Groomed to um, uh, to start him. And this is it's, it's not the first movie I watched where there was like a tremendous kid ensemble, but. Mm. 
the ensemble in this one is tremendous. Oh, and Elle Fanning is like one of the biggest kind actresses of bummed that none in the of business them have right done now. Anything else? Since. Sorry? None of them have really done anything yeah, else since it's other true. than Elle Fanning. And they're all really good. Um, although the I've seen. Can't think of his name right now, but the kid with the braces in the movie who liked exploding. Oh things. yeah, he's in a few he's, things. Eh? He was in the, the like the most recent Goosebumps. Uh, yeah, he he he, he plays a type. And, uh, the silly. He's also in This Is Four. Oh, yeah, well, there about. was also the kid that's in uh, F the Prom. Yeah. Uh, Joel Courtney. Oh yeah, the main kid. He's yeah. probably the second most successful after Elle Fanning, but even then, he's. Yeah. He I would say second really most successful. He's doing like out. straight yeah. to DVD movies now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is. A but bit you too you kind of hear his name a bit more. Kyle Chandler should be in more too. Yeah, that guy's so underrated. Good. But he's doing a lot, yeah. Coach Taylor? He's doing well. So good. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll wrap up what you're watching. Good picks, guys. Good picks. Thank you. Can't Solid. wait to see what you're watching next week. Um, so let's wrap that up. And coming up next are the three biggest stories of the week. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's coming up next. Hello, everyone. And we're back. So we're going to start things off with uh, another superhero story. What? Yes. We never talked Shocking. about Shocking. Mm. But I think we're going to have fun with this one. Phoebe, you're going you're gonna to have fun <laughs> blasting this one, I think. Okay. Or maybe you're going to really enjoy it. Who knows? Um, but it's J- What do you, Liam, you're saying? I know. I don't know what it's Oh, you're is. trying to read the. I'm trying to read what it is. Here, I don't know what it is. It's um, Jared Leto to get his own Joker movie. Was this not already in the works? This was not already in the works, but you are um, forgiven for thinking so because Todd Phillips is actually currently, um, I don't know if he's actually in the middle of production, but they're planning uh, another Joker movie that's separate from this whole Suicide (laughs) Squad universe, and Joaquin Phoenix um, is rumored to have already signed on. I think I knew that. Yes. So that was already in the works, and yeah, uh, Warner Bros. uh, and DC are coming out with another one uh, focus on Jared Leto's mm. uh, Joker from Suicide Squad. They want to build on the Suicide Squad world and hopefully use this as a springboard to create even more Suicide Squad world films. Yikes. So, um, I, uh, simple question. What do we think of this? I have a lot. Uh, I think we're going to have some hot shots on this. <laughs> some hot takes, if you will. So, um, anyone want to... Uh, take the floor to start things off. Dumbfounded at this yeah. thing. What do you, what do you is, think about this? Yeah, you're the comic book guy. This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a bad idea. Like you'd think Warner Brothers would, you know, listen to what people yeah. are saying about their movies. Hey mm-hmm. guys, like look at Marvel. They're taking their comic book stories and they're adapting them into movies that are fun. And okay, just a, a quick, quick little dive into the comic book world. 2011. Uh, <laughs> DC Comics rebooted their comics. They were like, we're starting from scratch so that we can introduce new readers. And the angle was, these are stories for adults. They're kind of grown up. They're darker superheroes. Weird. Our superheroes don't smile. They're not married. They're they're tough. They're angry. <laughs> uh, it's, in 2016, they were like, yeah, sorry about that, guys. We're going back to normal because no one liked that. Uh, so they, now, they took them five years? It took them five years, and they were like, you know what, guys, <laughs> sorry. Uh, our bad. Here's uh, the superheroes you like. They actually enjoy... Most heroes. things, yeah. They smile. <laughs> uh, they have families, people they care about. Uh, they're not all just brooding uh, assholes. So <laughs> then how does this like tie relatable? in? This ties in because they learned that lesson in the comics, and it seems like they still haven't learned that lesson on the big screen. Like, instead of being like, hey, people don't like that dark tone. How about we go in another direction? They're like, got it. Listen, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, how about two Joker yeah, movies? Two. <laughs> no. No, we, you, we need I don't, to, no, but... 
Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> but Joker, he's funny. He's yeah, like, he, li- he he's smiles. Laughs. He laughs. Yeah. He's insane. And people love the Suicide <laughs> people Squad. People love insane. Yeah. Who loves the Suicide Nobody. Squad? Nobody. Nobody does. I was saying earlier that this is oh, Suicide Squad I, is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know <laughs> how anybody can defend that movie. I 100% agree. It's just like uh, David Ayer wanted to throw in like... I was about to drop the f bomb. I'll leave that to justice. <laughs> That's my job. But he literally F-bomb has like, like six i not ideas, but like you know six visions for how this thing's gonna go, and he just couldn't decide. The whole title sequences introducing the su- Suicide Squad, oh my God. like it was a, like a sporting event, ding ding, and then like stats come up and yeah. stuff. And I was like, it's this not is, a movie. It's like a this bad. is absolutely pathetic. The music is, video is brutal. Like and the music used. Oh. They were like, let's just throw like a hundred songs in this movie and people will yeah. like it because they like the songs. So what are the most, he Googled popular rock songs and then uh, Billboard Top 40. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> sick, this is Immigrant a song. dope soundtrack. Sir, uh, yes, you uh, <laughs> typing your angry comment about how we hate on DC. I'd like to just point out that I'm a very big DC fan, more so than Marvel Comics. I want these movies to be good. They just aren't. Everyone wants mm-hmm. them to be good. I don't, I don't think, think anybody wants to watch a bad movie. That's true. No one want, No one like. Well, there are some people that are just fanboys and will root against everything, and they mm-hmm. delight in the fact that these movies are bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people. I want these movies to go good, and I and I always hold out hope. Like when I went to go see Justice League, I was like, oh, this this could yeah. be good. Mm-hmm. This good, and it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but then they announced stuff like this, where I'm like. Jared Leto was probably my least favorite part of Suicide Squad in a lot oh, yeah. of ways. Every time he showed up, it was just cringy. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It was bad. a glorified like, cameo, basically. I mean, first he of all, was used the so little. Could you could you imagine uh, Heath Ledger's Joker sitting down for four hours to get a tattoo? Yeah, that guy couldn't sit. Like the whole concept of the Joker, <laughs> he's so like a true. chaotic guy. He's like yeah. one step ahead of people. He's gonna sit down with a tattoo artist. So how long have you been tattooing? Wow, that's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> yeah, I saw this online. I thought it would look really cool, like damage, because oh. like I'm damaged. Yeah, so, I will say I I did like that right? tattoo. I thought it was like exactly hot topicy, a little self aware, oh, kind of lame. I, I was just like, it's pretty emo and scene. I was like, that's pretty. Um, I like that. But it was very I agree. And that's why Heath Ledger's Joker literally just had terrible white face makeup, like not even applied properly. Yeah, it was just war like, paint. It was awesome. And then that's it. Looked you cool. Know? Yeah. Um, yes, like, Phoebe, I really want to hear what you said. Because we're talking about Heath Ledger, I feel like that Joker sort mm-hmm. of like reinvigorated that character so much. And it's such an iconic performance. It's mm-hmm. like one of the best performances of the 21st century. Yes, and I agree. I think that Warner Bros. and DC are really like, Let's keep banking on that Joker, you know, performance. Oh, yeah. And it's not going to work because Jared Leto did a really, really bad job. And also, I feel like people forgot that he was, like, really abusive to his co-stars. And, like, we were just yeah. talking about this, how, like, Heath Ledger also did, like, a lot of, you know, like, crazy things to get into character. And, like, you know, it ultimately, like, destroyed him. But he didn't hurt anybody while he was doing that. Yeah. He sort of just, I like... Think he probably hurt himself Yeah, more he than hurt he himself him. more than he hurt anybody else. And, like, I, I respect the tactic, the tactic of, you know, like doing things to get into character and yeah. stuff like that. But like mailing used condoms to your co-stars is like yeah. really not psychotic, cool. It's yeah. really no. psychotic and it's, it's not, up. it's like not funny. It's not like a yeah. cool thing to do. And like we were talking about like Viola Davis, how yeah. she, well, Maddie was telling us the story about how her husband straight up told him like, do not do that to her. Or I yeah. will like break you in half yeah. because it's abusive. It's not appropriate. It's unprofessional. And why would I want to see this guy in this solo movie when he did a terrible job in an ensemble cast. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do I care? Like, yeah. 
Like, that's such a weird takeaway. If you sit down, if you're a Warner Brothers executive and you sit down to watch Suicide Squad and you're like, man, I'd love more of yeah. that, please. Let's get more yeah. of that guy. Um, but it's interesting because they're oh also they're also doing uh, a Harley Quinn standalone movie too with Margot Robbie. But I almost think so Margot just, Robbie, like her performance, is pretty that, decent. Yeah, like, that makes sense. She was yeah. good. You know, she she won that movie an Academy Award. Okay, yeah. <laughs> with her hair and makeup, her and she was clearly like the. I mean. I did not like her character, but she did a good job, you yeah. know. And in a movie of annoying characters, I think she was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Heath Le- or not Heath Ledger. I think Jared Leto thinks he's doing something with the role with the character. I think he's like, oh, I'm doing these like new fresh ideas, but it's mm-hmm. like it just comes off as like so tacky. It's fake. on the it's nose. Yeah. It's so it's like if oh the Joker is like this psychotic guy. He's like, well, I'm sure he has like a smile tattoo on his yeah. hand, and that's like pretty. <laughs> crazy, right? That'd be pretty nuts. And then but, drives a pink Lamborghini around. That's like what like a fifteen year old would yeah. think is crazy. You it's, know? That's, like it's that's not like actually deranged. And like yeah. I feel like Heath Ledger like just captured that craziness so well and that like instability of the character. Mm-hmm. And Jared Leto is just like I'm gonna do some random shit yeah. and be like, I'm crazy, yeah. you know? Like it's it's so childish. Do you feel though uh, I mean it's a very over the top performance? Um, but the Joker is a very over-the-top personality. Yep. Let's say if David Ayer wasn't at the helm of Suicide Squad and it was a different director and the tone of the movie wasn't all over the place like it was, would it would it have been received a little differently or maybe even better, perhaps? Because I kind of feel the movie itself was just all over the place. So it's hard to take any performance kind of seriously when a movie is that bad. I don't know what the problem was. I don't know, like... Was the writing? Was it like I know editing was like a big thing for me. Yeah, the editing, editing was, was garbage. Yeah, the too. editing yeah. was really and just structurally, like the actual yes. from moment to moment basis basis, the editing was bad. But just the way that the film was put together was yeah. incoherent at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that could be the writing. That could be the reshoots that. Uh, supposedly they went back in to make it funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't know where those <laughs> scenes were because I didn't laugh very much in that movie. Yeah, I think, a, is... I think it was a mix of just like really bad concepts and then like studio meddling where they had to like just like kind yeah. of puzzle pieces together, you know? And what people often leave out of the story is that this movie had a lot of hype. This was supposed yeah. to yeah. be the trailer. I thought the first trailer was like excellent. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Like, the cast was like shot of like them dressed up as like pandas and like they're shooting up like yeah, it looked like a like weird heist yeah. kind of movie. And then, and then the trailers that. totally lie to us because the tones in those well, the trailers were wild. super different. Like, yeah. t- like the big, I think the big mistake of that movie, not to get too far off of uh, this Jared Leto news, but that big pro- problem of that movie is that they were like, let's have this suicide squad of like bad guys. That's a cool concept, but then they're yeah. like, let's have the Enchantress as the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Supernatural elements, like the city is like destroyed. Where's suit? Where's like Batman? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where are What's all happening? the heroes? Yeah. This terrible thing what is, is happening on this huge scale. They should have told a smaller story with lower stakes so that they could actually like have character interactions that we could care about instead yeah. of like, hey, the end of the world is happening. Who's going to save us? Oh, I know Harley Quinn and her giant yeah. mallet. Like, what's going to yeah. happen? Like, yeah, anyway, silly. So, just to tie it back to the Jared Leto news. Um, we know that Todd Phillips is already doing a Joker movie with Joaquin. I, we, I think it's that safe I'm to assume to. that's yeah, going to that come out. Cool. Bo- yeah, so that's going to come out before this one. Okay. Um, we can assume that the Harley Quinn movie is going to come out before too. Um, we don't know if it's going to be bad, but we know DC's movie track record is not good. So hypothetically, let's assume these two movies flop. Is this like 
is a decision to do this Jared Leto, Jared Leto Joker movie a is it at all a good one, especially when we know that the two movies coming out before it have a very good chance at failing? It's like, shouldn't they have waited for these two to come out and then see? Um, know, just We've talked about this a few times. Like, isn't the, the Flashpoint movie supposed to basically reset everything now? You'd hope. But then, wait, like, where is that coming into this? It just seems like they That's don't know what they're doing. Question. Great question. It's Maybe, just a mess. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's it just confusing. seems like a whole mess of... I think they they're going to try doing. and save face by doing the Flashpoint thing. And it's like, it's a reboot, but it's not like we're just giving up. Like, But we're then gonna... make Flashpoint the next movie and then yeah. just like reset everything. Like it's a it's an interesting way to like have it tie into the story of the movies. But also like from a production standpoint, just like kind of do like a, a, a reset. Yes. Yeah. And like that's what I think they're aiming for, for like a Days of Future Past X-Men kind of thing where they can... Mm-hmm. Rebooted, but also not be like, "Hey, we're starting from scratch completely." Yeah, they can kind of have their cake, have their cake and eat it but too. But then, why are these in the works now? Like, that's the thing. Rush the uh, it doesn't make sense. Make it a good movie, yeah. and then you're good. Yeah. So I think the gist is we're all very confused. Yeah. At this news. Confused is a good way of putting it. Uh, we're not going to solve that, so let's just go to the next one. <laughs> I don't think anybody um, is. It's a little bit lighter <clears throat> or dark. Actually, it's pretty dark because it's an animated movie on. The Addams Family, Woo-hoo! everyone's favorite goth macabre family. So um, it's an animated movie, and it has a huge A-list voice cast. So we have Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron as Gomez and Morticia Adams, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Chloe Grace Moretz, I'm actually a very big fan. She's a very talented young actress. She's going to be playing Wednesday. And uh, Mr. Stranger Things, Finn Wolfhard, is going to be playing Pugsley, the brother. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um Nick Kroll, Liam's a huge, well, we're all huge fans yeah, of Nick Kroll. Nick He's going to be playing Uncle Fester. Nice. Bette Midler's going to be playing Grandmama. And oh. Allison Janney is going to be playing Margot Needler, who is like the, the, the family arch nemesis. So that's a lot of names. This is yeah. all great casting. Yeah. I, the, only, the only thing I'd switch is uh, Wednesday. I think Aubrey Plaza is like the perfect... The yeah, oh, interesting. but maybe maybe they're just like maybe she's uh, a little she, old yeah. to play. Uh, well, no, well, well that's a voice like, performance. Oh, that's know? true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Of course, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. You're so right. That's yeah. like uh, monotone. Yeah, maybe she's tired of doing that. Maybe yeah. that's why well, it's she's Legion. Like, she's the opposite, right? Oh man. I could talk Let's all day it. about how great. Check out Justin's reviews it, yeah, of Legion gonna, every week. Yeah, every if you do want to hear about that, then yeah, watch club every Wednesday. Sorry. But, While we're on it, Phoebe that. and I do Westworld too, so yeah. check that one out. I have nothing but uh, Adam's family, yeah. I mean, um, I never really, th- I I didn't know that I wanted an uh, an Adam's family reboot, uh, especially animated variety. But upon hearing this news, I'm uh, pretty this, stoked. This movie has everything that I want. It has yeah. Finn Wolfhard, who is so <laughs> sick. Uh, this is the kind of movie that like. When I first heard the news, I was like, oh, my God, Charlie's there in, in an animated movie again. You know, like, yeah. come on, get somebody uh, who does like actual Scarlett voice Johansson, acting. Like Scarlett Johansson, right? No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but no, I, I still maintain that I think that, like, there are certain people in this movie that are doing the voices that make sense for it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see it. I don't really have any huge gripes with that. Yeah. And um, what I'm more excited about is that when I saw, like, a concept art for this movie, yeah. it's really, really similar to the original comics, which were drawn for The New Yorker by Charles Adam between 1938 and 1988. Whoa, right, uh, right in our childhood. Uh, so, like, there's... <laughs> really really similar styles it's kind of giving me like you know like Coraline Nightmare Before Christmas vibes oh, for sure. imagine if this was yeah. made by Laika that would it's be not, insane it's, but 
it's, it's similar you know what i mean yeah. because i was yeah. like oh my god it's like mgm like you know like it's gonna be like freaking huge eyes like frozen and all this weird shit yeah oh, it's not it looks really like cool it looks very yeah, very stylish it. animation and i'm not super mad at the voice cast like it's it sounds cool i'm yeah. i'm really excited for it There's, yeah i think like it. there are some interesting picks in there but like it is pretty safe i guess i don't know yeah but i mean like like i said well, we've talked about this before Charlize theron did voice acting in kubo and the two strings a few mm-hmm. years ago yeah. and it was mm-hmm. just like it's just her talking yeah. you know and like I, I don't think that she's a bad i think she's an amazing actress but voice acting and like live action films are completely different things yeah and i feel like there's like such a huge opportunity to have like especially for characters that are like you know like weird and wacky and like dark there's such an opportunity to have like the personality of the voice come through the character and yeah. i feel like while Charlize theron is an amazing actress she doesn't necessarily have that you know, animated character voice. She just has the voice of a woman. That's a, f- a fair argument. It's a, The same argument can also be kind of made for, you know, Hollywood stars who do Broadway or theater productions. Because it's like, yeah, they're great act- actors and actresses, but they don't necessarily have that kind of theater training, sure. which is a bit more, you know, like grandiose and kind of not yeah. necessarily over the top, but just like a lot of a bigger kind of performance. Big, yeah. Exactly. While they're in yeah. the same, you know, like sphere, I don't <clears throat> think that like one can translate well to another, yeah. you know. Well, we talked about this before where like there's so many great voice actors out there that like are probably cheaper to get yeah. and yeah. like will do the job so much better than like. I don't know, then these Charlie's Theron's or Oscar Isaac's. And it's or, also like the Adams family is like a franchise that's been around for so long. And yep. I think like that brand recognition is enough to draw in huge audiences. Okay. And I don't think that we need like I think it's really cool that Finn Wolfhard is in that cast because he do you know what he's sort of part of that like goth like <laughs> alternative conversation in pop culture right now. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah. he's done Stranger Things, he was in it. Yeah. Like he's sort of part of the genre. But like uh, Charlie's Theron <laughs> doesn't really make sense to me. I think Nick Kroll yeah. is like the perfect casting. Nick he's Kroll, like he's, great. He's his funny. voice acting yeah. is amazing. He, he does yeah. voice acting, which the I think is cool. The one that stands out to me is Oscar Isaacs. For, that's, I was just I, about to say I that. think that's a super interesting call. I think... He kind of looks like he could he be... Does, uh, yeah, in a live... I would see him yeah. in the live action uh, yeah. version of this too. It's, it's like a really like perfect casting yeah. in a lot of ways. I'm curious to see how that vocal performance translates. Hopefully well. And like I, you said, like the animation style in the style of those old New Yorker cartoons, that's really cool to see them pay homage to like the the legacy of these yeah. characters. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm most familiar with the Addams Family from the TV show that was in yeah. the early 2000s. The, movie, the 90s movies too. And there, I didn't really ever see those 90s movies, but for me there was that long running TV show. Yeah. It felt like it was long running and may have been on for <laughs> yeah. a kid, who knows. Um, Syndication, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Plays all the time. But yeah, uh, Nick Kroll, always great Perfect. in vocal performances. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen, uh, oh man, uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah. Definitely yeah. check that out. It's also great in Sausage Party. True. Oh, oh yeah, such yes. a good point. Yeah, as the douche and sausage yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's gonna be great for sure. I'm just, it sounds like they're trying to replicate Hotel Transylvania a little bit. Yeah. Oh my god, I hope you know not. what? <laughs> it actually does looks like visually from that promo picture we got. It kind of looks uh, similar. No, I I think, think this animation looks. Well, I, I mean, it, yeah. from what I've seen, it looks a lot more like a like a Leica type. Mm-hmm. animation and i think like hotel transylvania i don't know if we have like big hotel transylvania fans around here i don't think so but oh manny was gesturing manny to himself manny. big manny forget you a huge fan <laughs> huge but, fan uh, yeah I, no this seems like a little bit more um stylized 
Yeah. I'm kind of hoping I mean? we're like out, we're kind of coming out of the era of like the CG <laughs> animated, you know, like the Despicable Me. Despicable Me. Yeah. Oh, you don't interesting. Think so? Oh, Liam. I, bad I would news say, for you, buddy. Uh, with this Spider-Man movie. Oh. This but that's Spider-Man. Oh my god, yeah. But yeah, it's like, but it's stylized, but it's in the style right? of. It's like yeah. you look at movies like, like you look at all the DreamWorks movies, and they're all they all look exactly the same. Yeah. Because I was gonna say you're you're hard pressed to find a movie that's done with uh, with pen and pencil. I think now, there's, man. there's yeah. Uh, pen and pencil is like pretty some, much gone. Yeah. Now. yeah. But it's stop motion, well. yeah. stop motion coming like making a big uh, impact with the Leica stuff is really cool to see. Uh, yeah. And, I, and and you're right. Like once we hit a certain threshold with those Pixar style animation movies, everything mm-hmm. started to blend together. Like you have something like the Emoji Movie, yeah. which is like an <laughs> example of that style, but just like no personality whatsoever, just yeah, bland yeah. for the sake of bland. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it will be interesting to see people test that style and go somewhere new with it. Mm-hmm. I'm also anxious because like. I feel like so many times when you're animating like actual human subjects, mm-hmm. it's like such a hit or miss. Like we were just talking about like Frozen. I found like, you know, I don't really like that Disney animation style with like the big eyes and the little mouth and like the disproportionate features. Mm-hmm. And like this one seems like really cool because it's like they have the opportunity to make it more stylized. So that way, like they don't try too hard to look like human subjects. Oh, so you know sure. what I mean? Um, yeah. Like the the Peanuts movie from a few years ago. That mm. that was like crazy like that animation is like amazing yeah that was really cool to see them super kind of it was like pulling the the original comics into 3d it felt like a real translation of that vision and like what's cool about those old new yorker cartoons is like they were in black and white like they're very Mm -hmm. understated yeah Yeah. uh single panel cartoons i highly recommend if you haven't seen them go check them out they're pretty funny but like that's (laughs) a cool way of approaching adapting something is to just be like well what did it look like when it started yeah and, yeah. 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 and then work, just update work, it yeah work from there yeah. yeah I'm just interested to see if they're gonna stick with the iconic theme song oh I love that song or if they're gonna come up with something different <laughs> probably stick yeah. with the just original. stick with the original yeah. I think yeah. yeah good call yeah they're gonna, they're, like at this rate they're probably just gonna get like Sia to do like the Sing, sing, yeah, that's really funny. An over-the-top, like, like yeah. pop version Welcome of. Truly yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so we go from one franchise uh, to another for this number one entry that we had on the original Cinephiles, and um, it's the Bumblebee trailer. Ooh. A uh, but movie of bumblebees. Yeah, exactly. They're uh, they're the endangered now, you know. We we gotta protect. <laughs> you them. like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's Bumblebee from the Transformers. And when I first heard this movie was coming out, I was like, oh, it's just going to be another Michael Bay explosions, no story, just all action. But this trailer, Looks... you don't get that. It's a lot different. And this is what we we did our What You Watch, and you, you saw E.T., I yeah, saw Super we went 8. different ways with it. Yeah. But I got a lot of those, those vibes in this trailer. It's very nostalgic. It's very sentimental. And almost uh, like dramatic a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a Michael Bay. Well, I mean, it's literally not a Michael Bay yeah. movie. He's not directing um, it. Yeah. But it's like it doesn't seem like your typical Transformers movie, which I am very very. It still does excited look about. Look like I think like the robot. They changed design. the aesthetic enough where it's like it looks more like because he's a he's a. A Volkswagen, beetle. Yeah. Yeah. a Volkswagen Beetle instead of like uh, what is he? He's a, a Camaro. Dog. Yeah, he's a yeah. Camaro. Yeah, like it's just less details. But, and like that was the big thing that like classic fran- fans of the Transformers series had with those movies is like you look at the old Transformers and it's like very blocky, yeah. very because like the toy had to transform yeah. from a robot yeah. to yeah. a car. Like it had to be very simple. Yeah. And then in these ones, it's like 
the piston becomes yeah. like the finger and it's like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, super, super detailed. But this was just very clean. Yeah. The chest plate is like very clear. I don't know. It just reminded me a lot more of the classic Transformers stuff it's, than the other movies. This is bizarre, yeah. man. Like this, the fact that this movie exists is like very interesting to me. I think like for them to go take a complete 180 and do like almost like it seems like a like a love story coming of age i was gonna say it seems coming of age man yeah Yeah. it's like the the trailer made me emotional like i was watching like Haley Haley steinfeld who's like a huge up-and-comer i know you love her she's super her and edge of 17 is like one of the top 10 best performances of the 2010s hot take Haley, stop singing just focus on it (laughs) (laughs) also gonna be in uh that spider-man movie she plays the gwen stacy spider-man oh really oh okay so big year uh, yeah i was just gonna say that it it, like it seems like more emotional like these these are kind of movies that i just like completely tune out because I'm just I don't care like I, I saw you mean the old Transformer movies or the, the yeah. Michael Bay Transformer yeah. movies like yeah. I saw the one with Mark Wahlberg because I had like a crush on him when I was like you know and I was like who didn't have a crush on Marky Mark it's like, his nostrils and now are too big but um, well, that's a very specific critique <laughs> anyway Mark if you're watching I saw it and, and it's, it's just things. like it's just so like noise you know what I mean yeah, of course this yeah. one it felt like a, it felt emotional I don't know I was like I would see this like I didn't uh, I didn't feel like throwing up after it because there's yeah. no shaky yeah. uh, literally put a camera on a car and drive and yeah bounce and the biggest thing was I could tell who the bad guy was oh my goodness when they showed the other transformer yeah. I was like very clearly not Bumblebee <laughs> yeah. Bumblebee's big and yellow yeah, whenever you watch those movies yeah. it's just like Oh it's my god, it's metal. true. It's eh? just metal hitting each other. Yeah. I have no idea who's who. The I, first I, movie I was in theaters and I watched it and there's like robots fighting and I'm like, oh my god, Optimus, no! Like, oh, dude, that wasn't Optimus. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. though that like the first movie came out and like I had never seen anything like it because it was just like such like high stakes and yeah. like the, the special effects were just like so like in your face mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my god, I've never seen yeah. anything like this. But then like it just wore off so easily that like... yeah. I, I even like I follow movie news pretty heavily and like I forgot what well, movie so. they were on. Yeah. <laughs> I like I five I guess. Was oh, the last so one? I yeah, couldn't I tell so. you six. I think maybe? I think they made five. Yeah, this would be the sixth Transformers movie, but not Transformers yeah. six. It's pretty bold that they're just calling it Bumblebee though. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. It's yeah. like a, it's pretty um, out there. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Please. Um, we're all talking about how much we love this huge drastic change uh, the franchise seems to be taking. But for all of those who love the five, six, or seven, however five. many movies there are, um, the people who love the the high high octane action, shaky camera, this and this, um, are they going to be pleased after seeing this trailer? Or do you think they're like, whoa, what is this? I think it's Haley Steinfeld, and it's a coming of age story. What do you think people are freaking out? Do you think they're stoked? What are our thoughts? I think there's more than enough Transformers movies that they could just watch. But not a everyone. new Transformer. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, but it's like this. It's gonna be this, if they made a Transformer Six, it would be the same thing as Transformers Five. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no hot, hot take. Uh, I think I think people are pretty accepting of this movie, from what yeah. I can tell, fans and detractors alike. Like I've been pretty harsh on the Transformers series since the second one. Like that second movie is just so bad. bad, just <laughs> terrible. Um, but yeah, this looks. I'm genuinely excited. Like you got uh, ET vibes. You got uh, Super, Super 8, Eight vibes. Yeah. I got Iron Giant vibes. That's a big oh, one. For sure. It yeah. reminded me a lot of that, and that's one of my yeah. favorite movies. So I'm really excited for this. The Genuinely trailer was really, really good too. It's like when when Bumblebee transforms. It's kind of like this, like the scary moment where you know Haley Steinfeld's not sure if he's oh, yeah. dangerous she's or under not. The co- oh, and then he just like shot. he, he, he like, like curls up and things. hides in the corner. I was like, yeah, oh, that's sad. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and like he has, when yeah. the when the mask comes on, like when he like. Yeah. 
just the design of of Bumblebee in this movie is so much different than the Transformers stuff that we've seen in the past. And yeah. then, yeah, just even the other Transformers. That's a and good point. Excuse me, I don't know who that was. I'm sure it's well documented. Starscream or something. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like an old Transformers villain. Like yeah. really clean design. Like I just that really excites me because the idea of seeing those characters as they were kind of originally perceived and created mm-hmm. is super interesting. Like yeah. versus the generic giant robots that we that we've seen in these movies that yeah. like they're either a very obviously this is a car or very obviously this yeah. is a giant robot it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a transformer other it's, than when it's be, <laughs> when it's yeah. changing it's really odd the transformers things. is going the indie movie route of just being like indie style anyways like a yeah, coming yeah. of it yeah indie yeah. style it's so yeah. weird. There, Timothy Chalamet is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of indie, there, there are two scenes that kind of stuck out. The, the first one is almost like a little related to indie, but the internet seems to be making a little uh, connection. There's a scene in the trailer where they they fall in the water and Haley grabs Bumblebee underneath the water oh and they're God. like, oh, it's a shape, shape of water. Oh, it's a shape of water. Oh, God. So please, so please, so I'll please, see it. I'm into it. Don't go. That's not. If there is a love. Thing oh, yeah. Is, is okay. what no. the implication is, but I don't yeah. think there is. No, it's um, Spencer's going to show it's up. Friendship. Like, friendship. Yeah. And then also at the end of the trailer when there's the, 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 the Rick roll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Of you course. Know, people talk it. through music, Bumblebee. And she turns it off. Yeah. yeah. She, she <laughs> shoots I thought it. Was, I was like, pretty pretty cheesy. Well, it was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. It worked well. Yeah. A good joke. I'm so uh, I think we all give a thumbs up to this one. I give it a thumbs like this way. This way? Yeah. 75%. Northeast. It's still Transformers. Yeah. It's Transformers in a refreshing direction for me. So I don't know yeah. if I'll see it in theaters, but, you know, I give it a thumbs up for trying something new. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. So those uh, were the three biggest stories of the week. Um, but like I mentioned before, there are stories that don't quite make the cut, and we're going to talk about those ones next. Welcome back to the Cinephiles Extended Cut. And if you want to check out our show as an audio podcast, you can definitely do that on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And uh, be sure to subscribe uh, to Mojo Talks for this and more. Right now, it's time for the cutting room floor. And it's a, an interesting cutting room floor. It's a special edition, if you will, because this uh, you segment. You this week. Yeah, we're, just, we're all just going to talk uh, about all the trailers that have come out. There were so many. So many. Why was, why was it this week that was we so Who many? knows, man. But there was like two trailers a day, it felt yeah. like. Yeah. Or yeah. that. I think it was like three or four. We talked about the Bumblebee trailer as the number one entry, but that yeah. was just the tip, the, of the, top, yeah. the tip of the iceberg. You want to know what else came out? The girl in the spider's web. Yep. Didn't Not even know David this Fincher. was already made. I, I oh, it's I had it's heard made. production. I heard production stuff, but I didn't know it was actually yeah. filmed yet. I thought it was really good. Although the trailer was mostly like one amazing scene and then like a small yeah. trailer. I was comparing. Um, I said compare that to the uh, girl with the dragon tattoo trailer, though, and it's like night yeah. and day. D- very different uh, uh, in tone. Yep. Sure. But I was reading the comments, and a lot of people are like, oh, carbon copy. I was like, no, it's not. It's clearly different. Like, what do you mean? Just because yeah. it's a like, dark color scheme <laughs> thing is the same? No. Do you know no. who's directing that? Um, I can't it's remember. Fede Alvarez oh. from Evil Dead. And, uh, yes. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm, just I'm a breathe. big fan of his, actually. Yeah, he's great. Good. That's great. Um, so that came out. Uh, Lego Movie 2 came out. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 came out. Uh, we watched this trailer just before. Bad Times at the El Royale, which that looks is amazing. Crazy. Looks great. Yeah. My most Drew Goddard. Big, it was one of my favorites. Return. 
Uh, he was the showrunner at one point for the Daredevil series, which yeah. is super weird. Oh, he also he, he directed the first episode of The Good Place, I think. Yeah, oh, he's really? all over the place. Oh, yeah. You guys a, cool. can't get enough of The Good Place. I he's yeah, great. big big fan mm-hmm. of The Good Place. But Drew Goddard, I mean, Cabin in the Woods, what a great movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, fantastic. And, and this has some vibes of that, but it's not. It's like a crime. Yeah, it has like thriller. that element of uh, voyeurism. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that really kind of stuck out for me as being uh, similar. And also, there's a, a returning star if you will from cabin in the woods oh yeah yeah mr Chris hemsworth, hemsworth. <laughs> yeah i laughed when i saw him i was like oh, he's, yeah he's, he's, got a he's great back shot yeah that. yeah so that came out as well um it hasn't come out yet they did release a little snippet on instagram uh but the new halloween trailer will be coming out by the time you guys listen to this it'll probably already be yep. out yeah or later uh this evening but that's coming out yeah, the that snippet was mini, pretty cool mini it's trailer really of the of the headshot yeah. That yeah was pretty awesome yeah jamie lee curtis she, like that's a cool angle to go with, like, oh, you know, remember the final girl from all those movies ago? Like, she's well, she never got over it. <laughs> yeah. She's a badass now. Yeah. She's a thirty years old. She's transformed yeah. now. It's a really cool, yeah. really cool concept for a horror movie, and I'm excited to see oh, yeah. Yeah. what that actually looks like. And it's a small detail, but I also liked how, like, gross that uh, mannequin looked. It was like beat up. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. It seems like from all the promo shots I've seen of this, it seems like they're taking like a really gritty, like dark approach. Like he's like. Michael uh, Mike Myers Michael Myers has uh, yeah uh, Mike like, Myers. he's got like a disheveled like mask on yeah. now it's like looks a bit older yeah the yeah. mask looks a little older somehow like he looks like he's aged <laughs> but and I heard that I heard that they had like John Carpenter had come in like to be consulting in some way yeah. on this oh. one. he's doing the score I think cool. that's really cool that's awesome nice really cool to hear yeah. that so out of all those um, any of them that really oh, stand out for you Matt you're forgetting the best one which one's that. Legally Blonde Three. No, no, <laughs> no. Is there? A tra- there's no. Le- there's no trailer for that. No. But there's an M. But Reese is in talks for that one. Um, Enter the Spider Verse, guys. I thought you were going to say oh. a Star is Born. I'm the only one that was excited about this. It's pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I'm really excited about that. It looks like a comic book come to life. The animation style. If anyone in the comments comments can tell me another movie that looks like that, I would very much like to see it yeah. because I am in love with that animation style. It's, it's so cool. Uh, and I'm I'm just genuinely stoked. It's just gonna be a bunch movie. of Spider Man in just it, right? So and many Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. So Spider-Man. many Spider Man and women. The the animation was a little jarring good. for me at first, but then because it's so it, different. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason. But then as the trailer went on, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. I'm yeah. I'm all in for this. It looks like a comic book. Yeah. You know, and like, they have there's the a scene. Yeah, where they have like the text boxes the text that come boxes, up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're awesome. Really cool. And I love the way that the animation like changes in some scenes like it'll just have one frame of like very vibrant colors and then go back to the yep. standard way that things look the eyes are super emotive yeah. and so jake gonna, johnson is playing spider-man it's gonna be like awesome. spider-man from like spider-man and women from a bunch of different like universes that's or? what the basically the comic book that they're adapting is that it's like this force is going throughout every universe and hunting down spider people that's and so they all have to like band together to prevent that from happening that's really uh, cool. and they introduce like super weird characters like uh, uh peter porker the spider ham <laughs> no, no. Was no. This movie? You, i wish no yeah peter spider porker pig? peter porker no. the spider ham peter, peter porker yeah that's, that's pretty clever uh, actually it's actually pretty clever wow uh yeah there's just so many weird spider-man no one really knows which ones they're gonna bring into this movie so far there's only peter been porker spider <laughs> I, honestly i really do too that'd be amazing uh we know miles morales is in it we know spider Regular 616 Spider-Man is in it, Peter Parker. And then this trailer dropped it. Spider-Gwen who is going to yeah. be in it. People love Spider-Gwen. Voiced uh, by Haley Seinfeld. That's right. Cool. And uh, 
I'm, I'm just, I'm very sold. That's Big awesome. year for yeah. Haley. Yeah. Good for you, yeah. girl. Good for you. Um, so let's talk about some new releases really quick. Um, this has been uh, one that we've been waiting for a lot, uh, for a long time, I yes. should say. Hereditary is coming out. Oh, I'm scared. it's too I'm scary scared. for me. I'm already scared. It looks really creepy. The I can't reviews wait. are uh, stunning. Overwhelmingly and high positive. 90s, yeah. high 90s. Really? So, so I'm very excited. This. Even if the, the the rating was lower, I'd still check this out. Yeah. Are people saying so that this good. is like the new Exorcist movie or the Exorcist movie of our generation? I've, yeah. yeah, I mean, there, it seems whenever a horror movie yeah. comes out, it seems someone is claiming that anyways. But, I've yeah. never but seen that this one girl, seems that it has like, some. Yeah, the actress in the film, people are saying that she's like... Tony Collette? Incredible. No, the, the little the girl. girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tony Collette's brilliant. She's, yeah. I'm sure she's amazing Definitely. in this. And, uh, oh man, I don't know what's the actress's name, but she's the one from The Leftovers that always yells, and Kevin! And Dowd. And she's Dowd. in this, and yeah. I'm so excited for her. She's great. She's everywhere I now. love this yeah. resurgence she's had in her yeah. career, because she completely deserves it. It's kind of typecast. She always plays this, like, like angry, angry, mysterious yeah. kind of you know powerful but woman. But nails she it. does. It's like we always say she's very good. The one note can be fine yeah. if that note is great. Exactly, yeah. and this she's note great. Is great. She's, yeah. She'll probably do great in that. She's doing great on, on Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, did great on Leftover. So and out, keep killing it, girl. Hope you're listening. We're she big is. fans. <laughs> uh, so that came or that is coming out, and uh, the one that Phoebe had seen, Ocean's Eight, as well. I'm gonna see that also. Pretty cool. Week. Theaters, Check movies. out the review later today, Friday. Do it. Maybe a, maybe a double feature this oh, weekend, perhaps. Get scared oh. and then... And then have some laughs, the, yeah. 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 The palate cleanser is... Or do the yeah. opposite. Have some laughs and then get, get scared. freaked out and yeah. go to sleep and have a horrible uh, nightmare. Yeah, cool. we're, we're not here to tell you what to do, yeah. but those are some options for you guys. Those are some options. I'm here to tell you what to do. Go see yeah. them in that exact order or stop listening. Uh, there you go. So that basically wraps up the show for today, guys. So thanks so much for checking out the Cinephiles Extended Cut. And uh, as I mentioned before, be sure to subscribe to Mojo Talks for this and more movie news, um, or movie shows, I should say. And you can find us as an audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So for now, we're going to say goodbye, but we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to our Mojo Talks YouTube channel for the video version of The Cinephiles Extended Cut.